Hello and welcome to the New to Canada podcast, the show that shares honest, real-life stories and insider info from internationals living in Canada. I am your host, Kate Johnson, and I made the big move from England to Canada in 2017 after falling in love with a Canadian. Join me as I chat with fellow newcomers and learn all about where they are from in the world, why they chose Canada as their new home, and the lessons they've learnt along the way. It's great to have you. Hello, my friend. As I wrap up this series, I just want to say how grateful I am for you for choosing to spend your time with me, listening to my voice each week and that of my amazing guests. We are finishing this series with over 13,000 unique downloads in less than a year and some really beautiful reviews on Apple Podcasts. I have loved putting this project together and helping other newcomers to Canada in any way I can, small or large, and I cannot wait to continue. I am already lining up some awesome interviews for Series 3, as well as a pretty exciting product launch to help newcomers coming this winter. You are going to love it. Stay tuned. For now, thanks for all your votes for your favourite guests from Series 2. This episode, I am joined by the poll winners, Itura from Turkey, Carlotta from Italy, and Elizabeth from Spain. Everybody says sorry. <laughs> I was going to say the same. <laughs> but the funny thing is that, yeah, that's true. Many people, people here are very polite and everybody says sorry for nothing. It's like, you don't even have to say sorry, but it's just a way to say, oh. <laughs> yeah, you just knock yourself into a doorframe and you apologize to the doorframe. That's the Canadian way. It's like, sorry, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, the stereotype is true. Good to know. There is actually a coffee shop in Toronto that it's called Sorry. <laughs> that makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it does make sense. In this episode, we answer some fun questions like two truths, one lie about our native countries, as well as do a deep dive into more personal aspects of moving abroad, such as mental health barriers we've struggled with, what surprised us about Canadian culture, and what we'd tell ourselves if we could go back in time to our very first day here. I hope you enjoy. Let's start the show. Hello, Carlotta, Elizabeth, Titor, how are you all doing? Hello. Hi. Hello. Hi, everyone. Yay. <laughs> I'm so excited to be reuniting. Congrats on getting the most votes from our show listeners for our end of series two reunion. I can't quite believe that there are now 40 episodes of this show out in the world. Time just flies, but I'm really, I've been really looking forward to this all week. You guys were so, so fun to talk to. And, um, yeah, I'm sure this is going to be so much fun now that we've got over all of the, the tech issues at the beginning. <laughs> finally, finally, finally. <laughs> so let's get stuck in. Let's do some quick intros. So first up, we have Carlotta from episode 18, originally from a small town in Italy and now living in Vancouver. Yes. I loved how different your story was as, yeah, it was actually your dad who forced you on a plane to Canada. You really didn't want to come. So in your episode, we spoke about how you overcame that fear and now eight years later you couldn't imagine living anywhere else right you're in love with BC no exactly exactly so thank you then um <laughs> I'm always gonna be grateful for what he did so thank you um but yes I'm super super happy here now like I would never ever go back I swear <laughs> that's amazing that's so refreshing you're like zero homesickness just loving life so exactly nice. <laughs> 
And then we have Elizabeth from episode 14, originally from the Spanish countryside and now living in Toronto with her sister. We just had to shush her in the background. We were like, Sylvia, be yes. quiet. <laughs> In your episode, we chatted about how yoga has played a huge part in your immigrant journey and how it enables you to to pause, reflect and and make sense of all the emotions that, that come with starting over in a new country, right? So as a result, you've launched an amazing online community called Newcomers Through Yoga. How is that going? I bet you're super busy. I see events every day, so yeah. I'm happy to have some of your time. So yeah, the journey has been very interesting and the community is growing. So right now, we do both online and outdoors but right now because it's summer people really want to get out so it's uh pretty much outdoors it's a massive heat wave right now too i don't know if yes. i'd be able to do it's like hot yoga now <laughs> uh, the other day actually we were practicing under the sun and it, it felt really warm yeah <laughs> so yeah but it, it's it's been very nice people have been joining they've been sharing their journey we've been sharing so many stories and so many moments and yeah. yeah, and I loved all the events that you have, like you have live cooking sessions and all of that too. So you've got so much on the go. So yeah, that's really awesome. Yeah, it's been great. And then the virtual episodes that we do together, yes. the socials, which is nice. Yeah, the last Monday of every month. So come join us, me and Elizabeth. Anybody else that wants to join, it's so great to to connect and meet new people and just chat about random, most random stuff that we end up talking about. Yes. <laughs> But it's good because you get to know many other people and then uh, what's been happening. So it's great. Yeah. I'm going to join next time for sure. Yes. <laughs> Yay. And finally, we have Itur. I'm really hoping I'm saying your name right again. So I remember I butchered it last time. It's okay. So. <laughs> Am I saying it right? Sort of. <laughs> okay, you say it. You say it. It's it. Oh, okay. Um. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know. So don't worry about it. I bet I bet people say a tear a lot because that's kind of the way yes. it's spelled. So at least yes. I don't know. Anyway, we have Itur from episode twelve, originally from Istanbul, Turkey, and now living in Toronto. Um, yeah, your episode was such a breath of fresh air as it, it showed us that the immigration journey sometimes doesn't go exactly to plan, but that's okay. You had to go back to Turkey when you face some immigration challenges, but then you put in so much research and networking overseas to, to finally make your PR dreams a, a reality. So yeah, it was definitely inspiring. How is your week going? Um, it's been going well. Actually, I'm back in Turkey. You are? <laughs> uh, yes, for vacation. So that's why it's like 10 p.m. here. Oh, um, well, thanks so yes. much for staying up for us. That's like way past my bedtime. <laughs> no problem. So yeah, because I work from here. Um, so I haven't started my vacation. Um, so it's okay to, you know, uh, work long hours and late hours. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's been great. I'm back home for, it's been a week. Um, and I'm going to stay another three weeks. Um, it's just like so weird to be back, like after a long time. Um, but yeah, heat wave <laughs> is also happening here. <laughs> oh, yeah. I feel like it's global warming everywhere. It's kind of gone a bit crazy. Like I just got back from Alberta and two days after we landed, there were just huge fires that broke out and no one could even see the mountains. It's just, oh, so sad. So sad. Seriously. Yeah. Awful. It is sad. Okay. So for those who listen, listen to the series one reunion episode you'll know what the lowdown is so I have five fun and sometimes deep questions and um yeah we'll take it in turns answering so let's jump right in 
sound more excited, guys? <laughs> Yay! <laughs> <laughs> so first up, I've kept the icebreaker from last time as it was so much fun. It's when we read out two facts and one lie about our native countries. So just say all three of them and then we all have to guess, take it in turns to guess which one we think is the lie. So I'll go first. Um, I'm really excited about these. They're actually really good. So England, obviously, is my country. So number one is the Queen owns all the fish in the River Thames in London. Hmm. There is an annual cheese rolling competition where competitors chase a roll of cheese down a steep hill. Oh. <laughs> and number three, it is a criminal offence to stick a postage stamp to an envelope upside down. Hmm. Okay. <laughs> this is challenging. This is the second time I'm doing this, so I was like, ooh, I'm going to make it really hard. You are a pro. Yes. <laughs> exactly. Yes, you made it complicated. Guesses? Anyone? I think that the third one is so weird that it might be true. Yeah. <laughs> the criminal offense? Yeah. <laughs> I would say number two is false. <laughs> okay, know. good guess, good guess. No, there actually is a cheese rolling competition that happens in England, so that one's true. Uh, it is a criminal offence to stick a stamp on an envelope upside down because it's technically treason. You can't you mess see? with the Queen's face. And number one, the Queen actually owns all of the swans on the River Thames in London. So I said fish, but it's actually the swans that she owns. And there's an actual job that someone has that's the keeper of the Queen's swans, where they have to count all the swans once a year. That's a great job. <laughs> What a funny country I'm from. Seriously, though. <laughs> okay, Elizabeth, let's hear from Spain. Oh, my God. Yeah, mine, I just came across something very easy, so I don't know if it's going to make any sense, but... Okay, so three things. Um, Spanish people really speak a lot when they go to the elevator oh. and they go up. Mm-hmm. Second one is that Spanish people, actually, when they welcome each other, they kiss three times on the cheeks so three times and then the last one is that the typical one of the typical dishes in spain are tapas oh i love tapas i know that Me one's too. true <laughs> i told them you are they are easy <laughs> oh i don't know though Elev- okay so pe- nobody speaks in the elevators is that the lie no, like, actually, I came across this because my surprise in Canada is that people in elevators don't speak at all. Oh. <laughs> in Spain, we always talk about something, even if you don't know the other person. It's like, hey, how is, how is it going today? What's the weather? Like, the weather is nice. Oh, you're and the queens of small talk. in conversation, yeah. I think the second one is a lie. Three times kissing? Yes. We actually kiss two times. One on each other. Oh, you added a sneaky kiss in there. Oh. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, that's fun. See, it wasn't that easy. Exactly. Because yeah. then I started to think that maybe it's like, as in Italy, that in some cities we give three kisses, in other ones we give two. Mm. So I'm like, oh my God, maybe they're the same. But no. Okay. So just two kisses for you guys. Yes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Yatira from Turkey. Um, okay. So the first thing is, at home, when you cook, it's common to have pasta with yogurt. Mm-hmm. Uh, second one is it's common to ride camels in Turkey. Mm-hmm. And third one is east of Turkey can be as cold as Toronto. Oh, Ooh, these are good. <laughs> Very. Mm. The pasta with yogurt thing. Interesting. For Italian, it's like... <laughs> I'm thinking... Uh, exactly. I'm thinking what I... 
what I ate. For me, it's like I'm not gonna, <laughs> I'm not gonna comment on that because I know it's a crime. I know it's she's a crime. Like shaking <laughs> just a tiny bit. I love that. I'm trying to be like <laughs> everything is fine. What was the second one? The camels. Oh, the camels. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, these are hard. I think the pasta thing. I don't know. I don't know. Tell us. What's the lie? Um, it's actually true. Oh. So when you cook home, like people use yogurt a lot, like for any dishes and pasta is yeah. like, if you don't have like any pasta sauce, they just like put it. And if you, sometimes like you actually use ground beef as well with the pasta and then you just like use it. So the third one is also true. East of Turkey is pretty cold in winter time. Ah. Uh, it can be like as cold as Rona weather. And the second one is, that's why we don't ride camels. <laughs> oh, there's no camels? No. I really was convinced that that one was true. No. Oh my gosh. Wow. Cool. Oh, these are really cool. Yes. Okay, Carlotta, hit us with uh, your favorite pasta. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> you them. One day I swear I'm going to try it, okay? Um, <laughs> okay, so mine are Italy has a free wine fountain. Ooh. Okay, I'm buying my plane ticket. <laughs> Let's go get one. <laughs> the second one is that Italians consume 14 billion espressos each year <laughs> with a population of 60 million people. And the, the third one is that tourists throw um, around a 1,000 euros into the Trevi fountain each day. Holy moly. These are very difficult. You guys did a really good job. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I did my homework. <laughs> oh, gosh, I don't know. I went to the Trevi fountain and there was a lot of money in there. So I think that one's true. Yeah, I believe that that's true too, but I, I'm not sure about the wine. Maybe she's just like downplaying the espressos. Maybe it's like a hundred billion. <laughs> yeah, that might be the case. <laughs> Do you drink more coffee than you've said? Is that the lie? The the amount of coffee I drink here is like ugh, disgusting, honestly. What do you? How do you feel about Tim Hortons? I hope that no one at home is going to listen to this podcast. Do you like okay, it? But I love Tim Hortons. But <gasps> Scandal! True Canadian is here. Oh, my God. <laughs> I feel so ashamed of myself, but oh, my God. Their mocha is like, oh, wow. It's oh, all, my gosh. It, there's a lot of sugar in it, right? Oh, yeah. Yes, that's why I love it. <laughs> I love that in your episode, you were like, I'm so happy my parents don't speak English. They'll never hear this. <laughs> exactly. No, seriously, because otherwise, oof. I'm going to lose my family. <laughs> I think you drink more coffee than that. So I think the coffee's a lie. Coffee's a lie. No, actually, it's true. <gasps> the wine is a lie. Bill- the wine is true. So oh! let's go all together. <laughs> so in the Trevi Fountains, they are actually throw 4,000 euros per day. Oh, wow. wow. So not a 1,000, but 4,000. So all that money is given to charity by the end of the, each day. Oh, my gosh. I was going to say, where does wow. it all go? That's amazing. Well, I mean, it's good for, it's for a good cause. Yes. Yeah, it's for a good cause. But the fountain is cool. Have you had a wish? Have you done it? Oh, yes, obviously. <laughs> obviously. I, I was like, Mom, give me more coins. I need, like, I need yeah. things to get better in my life. So I was like... Throwing, <laughs> throwing money there. I have all those awkward photos of like me and my parents like pretending to throw it. Like, exactly. Ah, like it's just so fake. <laughs> it's like when people go in the pizza tower and they're they're like taking the pictures like this, trying to you know 
hold in. It's the same. There's some really funny fails of that. Yes. <laughs> oh, I love that. Cool. Oh, that was so good. Okay. Um, yeah, next question. So we're going from fun to serious real quick. <laughs> so we're just going to chat about mental health because I think that it is such an important topic, especially everything that's been happening since yes. 2020. And yeah, I wanted to pick your brains about what has been your biggest mental barrier since moving to Canada? What really kind of affected you in a negative way? And what is your advice for someone who may still be struggling in the same way? So mine by far is homesickness. I'm sure everyone knows this by now. I talk about it all the time. Um, that's why I'm so jealous of you, Carlotta, saying you've never really suffered <laughs> from it. It's 100% been my biggest barrier for sure. It's crippled me sometimes, stopped me doing things, getting out there, meeting new people, all the things. So my biggest breakthrough has been really simple, actually. It's just that that mindset shift of of just accepting it, right? It's normal that so many people struggle with it. And it's not just me, you know, the amount of people that reach out to me through the Newcomer Collective, and, and I'm sure with you as well, Elizabeth, through Newcomers Through Yoga, you know, yeah. it's very common. And um, yeah, to just ride it out and listen to what you need in that moment, and then you'll you'll feel better. And it, and it does get better, you know, it's less frequent now for me and less intense. So you've just got to got to give it time. So that's mine. How about you, Elizabeth? Uh, for me, it's pretty much related. Um, for me, it's been loneliness. Um, and then um, that's why I created the community. So I believe even if we are doing it different ways, we actually giving the same value, which is supporting other newcomers and sharing our stories and really create that sense of belonging. So the way that I was coping with loneliness and a stress, which could be the two major ones because of the situation of coming alone, was to practice yoga. So that's how the community was born. And now uh, I would say, really, if you feel that way, look for things that really help you to get time for yourself. I think it's very important that you take care of your mental health and your physical health. So yoga and meditation help me a lot. And then obviously looking for communities or a network that really can support you to ask. So you can ask for help, you can share, you can feel that sense of belonging. Yeah, keeping busy, right? Just doing so many different things or doing nothing, I guess, too. But yeah, I found that keeping busy is always good and trying out new things to meet new people that way. And yeah, super, super key. <laughs> How about you, Carlotta? So for me, well, as I mentioned previously, homesickness was never a big problem. I also think that one of, of the reasons was the fact that I came here like little by little, you know, um, it's not that I just moved here like you, um, I was like few months and then I was back home and then few months and then back home. But since, uh, the beginning, I, I knew that I wanted to, to live here, you know? So I think that helped a lot. Um, I think uh, that struggle, I, I was not struggling at the beginning. It's, Mostly now, you know, like after a while, sometimes it can be because you, you realize that things are not going the way you want it. So, um, for example, now I'm looking for a new job. I have something in mind. I know what I want, but when I cannot find the, the exact fit, it's when I get frustrated, you know, take a big breath. Let's start again. So I would say that's the thing I struggled in. Mm. Also the fact that when there is a problem here, I do not want to share it with my parents back home because I, 
I'm the kind of person that I'm like, I, I want to overcome this by myself, like, cause I'm able to do it. So sometimes it's a bit hard to, um, explain it to my parents. They don't get it, but yes, I would say that's what I'm struggling with right now, but I'm working on it for sure. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I love that. Cause yeah, it's about like embracing that unpredictability of this whole thing like you can't you can plan it as as much as you can but you still will be thrown curveballs I think every single one of us has you know you start over in a new country and it's going to be different culture and different ways of doing things and yeah that's cool adaptability yeah but it can change like this you know when you don't expect it like one day you're super happy with your nine-to-five job and uh, I don't know with your friends and whatever and the next day can Something gonna happen and it's gonna change all this, you know, everything that you plan. And uh, that's it's scary sometimes, right? Yeah. Yeah, you can have a sense of direction, but you never know how is it gonna happen because everything keeps changing. Yeah. Oh, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. I think we're all living testaments to like how crazy life can be. <laughs> yeah. Trusting the journey. Exactly. <laughs> Which is hard sometimes. It's hard. Very. <laughs> you never know what's gonna happen. Oh my God. <laughs> And yeah, too. How about you? Um, I guess it's kind of similar for me as well. Not homesickness, but I would say feeling the lack of support system was a big thing because I needed to like build that system. And you have to have like a few people that you trust if something comes up. Like it's always like in my, it was in my head, like what happens if I get sick? You know? I don't have my family. I don't have my best friends here. So who am I going to call? Like, who is the, my emergency contact? So that was like one of the, I don't know. It's like, it's, it was my fear, I would say. Yeah. Like the fear of the unknown. Yeah. That's terrifying. Yeah. That is terrifying. Cause like back home, like you can, you can always find someone, right? Like someone in the family, it's like a close friend or like even maybe just a friend, but not close. Because you are from the same country, it's your home, it's the same culture, so it's easier to communicate and keep people around. So it's hard to like yeah, that's true. make a network and then keep a system and actually choose the right people. Oh, yeah. Finding yeah. people as an adult is so hard. People that, you know, it's a real deep connection because you've had these people back at home that you've known for decades and now it's, yeah, you have to start from scratch and... Yeah, the trusting is is huge for sure. I believe uh, why it's hard sometimes too is because maybe you meet new people and that's amazing. You create that friendship or you create a group of friends, but because everyone is like everything keeps changing, people come and go, and then maybe after a few months that group doesn't exist anymore, and then it's like, oh my god, that's true. What am I doing now? <laughs> Yeah, that's like the downfall of making friends with expats or immigrants, right? It's it's hard. You make friends with them because they get it and they know what you're going through. So it's great to yes. have them as a support system because they're the same as you and going through the same thing. But then it's totally true. Like, because they're newcomers, they might, you know, think, oh, I'm going to move to Vancouver or I'm going to move here. So you lose them. That's happened to me a few times. Yeah, that's what happened to me at the beginning. You know, um, the first uh, couple of times I was here, it was just, in summer. And then, uh, when I actually came back here for good, I just had few friends left and it, and it was weird. Cause I was like walking on the street and I was like, Oh, I have 
this memory with this person here and this person left and now what like what am I gonna do (laughs) but um for example now I have um, amazing friends that have the same goals like they want to stay here and uh, at the beginning for example I was kind of scared to get a new friendship because I was like what if they're going to leave what if uh, I'm gonna suffer you know because it's it's true when you have a very close friend and that friend lives I don't know in Colombia for example and you don't know when you're going to Colombia because you're from Italy and you live in Vancouver (laughs) so it's like when am I gonna see this person again (laughs) now it's like so much better because my friends are working here and they're planning to stay so it's getting easier I feel that with time yeah it's a problem that I I was able to solve. Mm-hmm. And we did it to our friends. Yeah, <laughs> I, always true. Feel, I always feel guilty, like, oh, they're leaving me. And it's like, well, I left everyone. <laughs> no, no it's true. My best friend at home, it's always like, oh, you never think about like the people you leave behind. It's, yeah, that's interesting. Maybe we should just do what you did, Carlotta, and just get a beautiful doggy, and then they can just be our friend. And you don't even need to worry about friends. Exactly. <laughs> that helps. That's a good idea. Like, honestly, now I'm like, I'm just going to go do things with her that's it (laughs) I don't need anyone else I'm I'm happy with her amazing (laughs) awesome well yeah next question is uh what is something that surprised you about Canada or Canadian culture other than how much they like Tim Hortons that is just crazy to me I think that's going to be my one you know you drive past a Tim Hortons which is every single street corner and then there's people like blocking the road waiting for the drive-thru it's just chaos it's like a zoo like everyone needs their Tim Hortons and just the traffic and oh my gosh it's a real thing that's true How about you, Elizabeth? What have you found surprising? For me, um, everybody says sorry. (laughs) (laughs) I was going to say the same. She stole yours, did she? That's funny. But the funny thing is that uh, you get used to it. And then for me, it took me a while to realize that everybody was saying sorry because I got into the same... um, Habit. Yeah, the same habit saying, sorry, sorry. And it just happens naturally. And then... Yeah, that's true. Many people, people here are very polite and everybody says sorry for nothing. It's like, <laughs> you don't even have to say sorry, but it's just a way to say, ah. Oh. <laughs> yeah, you just knock yourself into a doorframe and you apologize to the doorframe. That's the Canadian way. It's like, sorry. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I mean, that's very interesting for me and it definitely surprised me. Yeah, the stereotype yeah. is true. Good to know. <laughs> there is actually a coffee shop in Toronto that it's called Sorry. <laughs> that makes sense. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it does make sense. What about you, Tara? What have you noticed? Um, I knew that people are extremely kind here, <laughs> as we just like mentioned, but I wasn't expecting that much sugar coating here. Mm. It's a little bit too much. Yeah. That's um, where the American influence yeah. comes in for sure. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes, definitely. Uh, but on the other hand, like I wasn't expecting people to be like that much like open-minded. Um, that's a positive thing. So I feel like, especially in Toronto, because it's pretty like multicultural. So, yeah. you know, there are some pros and cons. I think, I think that's very nice, actually. That be- people is very open and you can learn so much from different people around the world and different cultures. And mm-hmm. yeah, it's very nice. I think that 
I, I think I'm in such a rural part of Ontario that my experience has been a lot different compared to maybe newcomers living in like a, div- a diverse city because I did not expect the the whole accent thing to be such a big deal, which it is in rural places because they just don't, they've never mixed with people with accents. Um, it's oh, just wow. wild. And I, I actually, I find it so annoying, honestly, even four years later, it's just something about the English accent here. You know, every new person I meet, is just a whole new thing. You know, the focus of the conversation, sometimes, you know, mocked back to me, you know, asked to say oh, certain God. words. So yeah, I don't think I've been anywhere else in the world, apart from the States, maybe, <laughs> where my <laughs> accent is so focused on. It's crazy. That's actually interesting because I feel like Today I was having a conversation about accents specifically. And I think like basically is your accent is going to impact when you look for a job or like in your life here. And I think no, because people are understand that many people come from around the globe and then they have the patience to obviously, obviously understand that maybe you are still learning English and it's your second language. So then they even help you out to speak better. And then you want to know about the story of that person because obviously you can hear the accent and all yeah, that. Yeah, exactly. So that's interesting your point and your experience. Yeah. Well, yeah, because English is my first language. You know, it's, I, I think that's probably why because they're not going to mock someone that's like English is their second language. That, yeah. that would, that would be yeah. kind of discriminatory and, and not cool. But then it's still annoying. <laughs> like I'm, I don't want to be mocked. Sure. Like, so it's just, yeah, yeah, something to prepare for if you're from the UK. It is just like this novelty that's like, oh, Harry Potter and all of the things (laughs) so yeah I need to just I think you know people don't mean anything by it um so I think I'm just way too sensitive about that for some reason but it definitely surprised me I wasn't expecting that interesting yeah what about you Carlotta so in my case uh, I think that I was expecting uh, the melting pot as we think in the United States for example like we're I don't want to say that you lose your identity, but you're there and you're American, right? While Mm -hmm. I feel that here you keep your culture, like who you are. Mm -hmm. So I was, uh, um, I don't know, it was something very positive for me to see. Because in my case, uh, when people hear my accent, they don't immediately guess that I'm Italian. They think I speak Spanish, that I speak Portuguese, which I do, but they're not my first languages so it's always a nice way to to start a conversation and uh, they're really I, I found that people here are very interested about where I come from and why I'm here because like what every single person from here told me in the past was like what are you doing here <laughs> I mean you're from Italy it's a beautiful country you're crazy <laughs> and I'm like yes I am but I embrace my craziness <laughs> and that's why I decided to come here. So no judging. Um, wait, we have a guest here. <gasps> we can have our first dog on the podcast. Aww. Oh, you have to get him to bar- get her to bark for the show. <laughs> <laughs> she barks too much. Aww. Oh my gosh. That's so funny. <laughs> she wanted to say hi. <laughs> <laughs> that's oh my cute. gosh. That's awesome. Okay. Um, yeah, let's move on. So next question, what would you tell yourself if you could go back in time, if you had a time machine to your very first, first, first day in Canada, what would you tell yourself? So, um, Atira, you go. I guess I, I would have said you're going to be very lonely <laughs> and you're going to be alone for a while. 
but it's it's gonna worth it. So it's worth it. And you know, maybe just go with the flow a little bit. Don't try to control everything. <laughs> Things can change. People can go, and you will find your way. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love that. We can just end the episode there. That's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it. How about you, Elizabeth? I would say don't be scared and don't give up. It's kind of in the same same lines. I think that when you move to a new country, it's it's not easy. There are many different challenges that you have to go through, and also you discover yourself, right? Because especially if you move alone, that you have to do everything on your own. So really, uh, just being persistent about your goals, even if you don't know exactly where you are going through, like where you are going, because sometimes you know that you want to grow and you know that you want to achieve certain things. You don't exactly know how you are going to do it, but just trust the process and keep going and ask for help. I think that's, for me, it's such an important thing yes. sometimes. Yes. Uh, we are afraid of asking for help or we don't want to show our, our vulnerability because we don't want to show that we are like our weaknesses in a sense. And I think for me, vulnerability is a strength. Uh, that's where you're really working on yourself and really showing up for you. So just be there for you. Yeah, it's so easy to see other newcomers or other international people that live here and they they have their life so together and you just think you're the only one that's kind of not happy or struggling with certain areas and it's not the case. You know, everyone has their own thing, whether it's small or large. Um, yeah. So that's huge for sure. And and the funny part is that when you share and you open up, then everybody opens up and then you realize that you are not that alone or you're not struggling that much because everyone is going through the same thing, but they don't share it. Yes. Oh, that was the biggest thing that came from this podcast. Honestly, like I started it just to get like cool stories and I wanted to learn about different countries. And then now it's kind of transformed itself really uh, from what I even thought it would be to, to just being super vulnerable and actually sharing yeah. the honest, the honest journeys and the emotions behind it, which yeah, yeah. I didn't expect. So I really like that. Um, Real that you did one time about emotional roller coaster yeah. because oh, that's yes. exactly it. It's not super happy. Uh, for me, I remember at the beginning, you normally, obviously, you post things that you love about your journey and the amazing stuff, but there is also the complicated and hard road, um, on, yeah, down the road, right? So how friends from my ho- home country, they would say, Oh, that's amazing. You're living the dream. Even my sister, when, she didn't come here yet. And I was like, yeah, but you don't know all the struggles that there are behind all of these happy moments. Yeah. So I think it's important to give visibility about everything because we are humans and because, yeah, there there are the good times, the, the difficult times. So Yeah. And like what Atir said, it's all worth it. You know, you could just yeah. stay home in your comfort zone and just be safe and bored. <laughs> or you could just kind of push yourself out there and you're experiencing a new country. And like, like we said, like you learn so much about yourself in the process and mm-hmm. grow so much as a human being. And I think it's worth it for sure. Even with all those days where I was homesick and, you know, struggling through different things, I, I still wouldn't change it. You get stronger too, right? Yeah. And then you know that you can do this again if it happens again, because you've done it. Yeah. Which is the the nice part. Oh, yeah. And I'm sure it gets easier and easier, too, because you just already expect the emotions and you know more about how to deal with them and stuff. So, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. What about you, Carlotta? So for me, I would say, uh, first of all, less drama, just for how (laughs) my journey started. Okay. Um, 
That's the first thing. Then uh, I would tell myself just to go with the flow and trust the process uh, because things happen for a reason. Yes. Everything that happens is is going to teach you something. And uh doesn't matter if it's something positive or something negative, but you're going to be richer by the end of the day. Yeah. And also tell yourself to give it 48 hours and then you'll have fa- found your your true home. Exactly. So that's so funny. <laughs> like you were just throwing a dramatic fit on the plane and crying your eyes out. And then 48 hours later, you were like, Vancouver is amazing and I never want to leave. Home. Exactly. Exactly. And then uh, I would also say that at the beginning, at least for me, I was so uh, into the, this whole new world that for the first few weeks, I was not giving priority to myself. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it happens. You want to build your own community. You want to find new friends. You want to feel that you're part of something. So sometimes, even if I was like so, so, so tired and my body was telling me to rest, I was like, no, 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 I need to go, go, go. So this is something that I would tell my old self just to give priority to my uh, mental and physical health. Because sometimes like you get to a point where you struggle because you just can't anymore to keep up with all the things that are happening. So yes, that's something I would tell myself. And uh, it's still something I'm working on right now. But it got so much better. Wow. Yeah. I like that. That's good advice. I've not heard that yet. That's that's a new one for the show. So I love that. Thank you. That's so important. <laughs> it's never it's not come up yet, but yeah, I love that. Cool. <laughs> and I would definitely say as well, I would tell myself to go to Alberta sooner Aww. because I've been here four years. And I kept looking at pictures of Banff and thinking, that's Photoshop for sure. I know. Like blue water like that. Like, no, no, no. And it took me four years to finally make the trip. And oh my gosh, like, if you're thinking of going, you have to go. I would tell myself to just go sooner. It just makes you fall in love with Canada, like, even more. Like, you think, oh, Canada, mm, just go go to Banff and... Just go there, yes. It's worth to see it, yeah. Okay, final question. This went so fast, actually. It's flown by. Yes. Um, This one's fun again. We're going to end on a fun, light note. What two items would you take with you if you were shipwrecked on a deserted island, but food and water is taken care of? So anything else um, that you would want with you? Two items. I was thinking a lot about this. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's really hard. I thought it was going to be like a super funny way. I was like, I don't know. But to keep myself um, ready to leave, and keep myself warm in case anything happens. I would say a knife, mm-hmm. so I can use it for different purposes. And also, um, I don't know how is it called in English, but not a lighter, but the ones that you... Matches? Yeah, basically fire. Nice. So you can do fire. Yeah. Love that. Practical, responsible. She's more practical than me. <laughs> yeah. Carlotta, are you, are you going to say your dog? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yes, of course. <laughs> <laughs> sorry i'm like she's here sleeping now i'm like i'm so sorry but if something happens you're with me like yeah yes. it's your baby she's my baby exactly um so this little one for sure <laughs> and then uh, i like to write down my thoughts okay mm. um because i'm sometimes there is a lot going on in my mind so i always have you know like my notebook in here not practical at all, okay? <laughs> I know, I'm aware. 
it's, it's funny because I thought about the same thing. I was like a notebook, but then I was like, well, if I have to survive and all that, I don't think that's going to really help me. So I'd rather just yeah. do it differently. <laughs> it's a really hard question. I was like trying to Google different answers and it was always like really sensible things. And I was like, oh, I wanted to be like witty, but I can't uh-huh. think of anything. So matches, I guess. <laughs> so I think that Elizabeth is more practical and more of like a, a dreamer, like, oh, my God, a beautiful uh, desert island with my dog <laughs> and my notebook. Wow, amazing. <laughs> Probably this is going to be useless. Just, like, the notebook for sure is going to be useless. Um, Zoe can be useful if she tries to catch, like, a, a bird or a fish or something to to survive. But also for company. Also for company. Yeah, and a She's good pillow. Yeah. And a blanket. Yeah. <laughs> She's very warm, so... <laughs> Okay, I'm like between practical and a dreamer. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I actually put a Kindle because you can put all the books on it. So I thought about a book at first to read, but then I was like, you'd get really bored of a book because you'd read it over and over. over. So then I was like, what about a Kindle? Because I hate them. I'm a paper person, but... Oh, me too. Perfect. (laughs) Yeah, that was my thing. And then my second one was sunscreen because I burned (laughs) like a friggin' lobster and it would not be fun. (laughs) That was my second one. Um, it's interesting, actually. Mine is also sunscreen. <laughs> <laughs> we know the yeah. pale people over here, yeah. Yeah, it's, uh, it's I need that for sure. Um, the second thing would be, I, I don't know, I just need something that I can listen music. Mm. Oh, nice. I think I would go crazy if I don't listen to music. Cool. <laughs> I thought about the sunscreen too, but it's super weird. In Italy, I don't get sunburn, like zero. Here in Vancouver, I get like, as red as Elizabeth's t-shirt like it's crazy no I don't understand how it's possible I swear I swear I swear but here you know what it is it's because it's like six months of dark cold frozenness and then you take it for granted that it's just cold and then it's suddenly summer and then you forget that it's actually friggin' hot and humid it takes me by surprise every year I'm like wow I just (laughs) burnt myself I never think, I never think, I'm in Canada, I don't need sunscreen, and then it's like, ow. And it hurts, <laughs> right? And in Italy, it doesn't happen. I'm like, I stay here, there from 10 um, a.m. until 7 p.m. at the beach, and I get like a super nice tan and whatever. Here, I go out for a walk with Zoe, and I'm like, oh my God, it burns. <laughs> so it's, uh, I don't know, super weird. So it depends where the desert island is going to be. Depending on that, I'm going to decide if I'm going to bring sunscreen or not. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Well, this has been so fun, guys. I'm so, so happy that you had the time to come back. Thank you again for your time. I love you guys. And, um, yeah, I'm excited to share this episode. It was so fun. Thank you so much. It was super, super nice. Thank you so much. Thanks so much for having us. Thank you so, so much for listening. As always, it would mean the world to us if you could leave us a quick review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you're listening from. And then if you're loving the show so far, recommend us to your friends. Spread word and help us grow this exciting community. Until next week. Bye.